I'm tired. It's late, but it's episode two of the uh, Educating Matt podcast. Show must go on. It's Educating Matt. Whoa, with Matt and Matt as your hosts, bringing you the latest news and updates on our life. Everything that grinds our gears and revs us up inside. Educating Matt. It's time to start the show. It's Educating Matt. I stand by the fact that that is the greatest theme tune. It's a bit worrying, isn't it? Because the podcast theme tune is better than the actual podcast. So, you know, we're not even remembered for our own work. Like all great shows. Definitely not, because (laughs) (laughs) no one looks at friends and goes, who are those guys? So World Cup is upon us. Tonight is Spain versus Iran. Am I right there? Yeah, that's right. We've missed the earlier games, but we're um, recording about the time Spain and Iran are playing right now. Absolutely. So we are probably going to discuss the World Cup quite a lot tonight. Now, I'm not, just to let you guys know, because some people go, oh my God, I don't talk about football. I talk about football, yeah. I'm crap at football. I don't understand football. And... Um, the last time I watched football, um, Paul Lintz had a lot of blood. Um, so literally <laughs> that, I have no idea what's that, going on. So to put that in context, that would have been France 98. Um, so we're talking over 20 years ago. God, I'm old. I was going to say, that's the question I was going to ask you. What was the what last was... World Cup you watched, apart from France 98, which we've established is there a newer one? Um, I wouldn't say the year in case I get it wrong, but 2002? Uh, yeah, that would do. That would be in uh, Japan and South Korea. Yeah. What I love is the... you is by the your reaction to that makes me makes me understand that that must have been a really boring World Cup. It was not a great cup. So mm-hmm. um, World Cup. So um, Brazil won. Um, Ronaldo had this uh, the real Ronaldo, not uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. He had the one of the worst hairstyles. I think you have to say. So he had a bold head, right. With a triangle shaved, a, a, an equilateral triangle shaved into the top of it. Which, is that a look you go for? No, I've never tried it. You've never tried it? Maybe I should. Well, I think I'm just saying that he was one of the most successful footballers of all time and played for several high-flying clubs. Um, maybe you could uh, give it a go. It is all about the looks these days. Do you know what? Like, I, I was listening to a thing on um, slang of all things, um, by this guy called Jonathan Meads. And he said that all footballers, their goal nowadays is to increase their size in order to fill themselves with more tattoos. Have you noticed that? Because obviously it's a long time, <laughs> long time since you've watched football. Um, yeah, there was no tattoos back then. There were no tattoos back then. Just like hearts with your mum's name in. Oh, you know? Yeah, exactly. They'd have that because... She'd be really, really proud. She'd be really proud, wouldn't she, of yeah. all the things we've done. <laughs> I love those people. They're like... You can say what you want about it, but don't insult my mum. It's yeah. like... 2002, I think, was the last one I, pr- I properly watched. Okay, so I've seen, so. like, bits of them okay. since then, obviously. Okay. So none of the players that played in 2002 for the England squad, they will not be playing now. Time is Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. Gareth Southgate, who I need to check, I don't think he was in the 2000... No, he was in the 2002 squad. Uh, he didn't play many games, though. Mm. Um, so I saw him the other night. He spent a lot of time on the sidelines. Uh, he's a manager now, so yeah, <laughs> that's his job. Uh, right, that's what he was doing. I wonder why he was in the. You suit. know, like McDonald's, and they've got the man that stands at the back, <laughs> and he like points out that like, that's him, but less hands on, so he doesn't bring okay. himself on the the pitch or anything like that. Oh, I see. So he's got an easier job for more money. In a way, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gets all the flack and um, the danger of being. Um, England manager, which is obviously just total hatred. The danger of being England manager. Like, 
I never went to a job interview and, you know, as a manager job and they've gone, there's danger in you becoming manager. Depends what you do. If you're a stuntman, surely they would go, there's a lot of dangers involved Yeah, but in you're, you're not going to be a stunt manager, are you? The managers. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because you could mess up the, the stunt and then injure the person. Manager. Injure the person as a result of your bad management. Mm. You know, yeah, you true. mismanage the situation. It's true. But it's very true. I did watch the game the other night and... Um, I didn't actually know, kind of, I sort of know some of the players were, but I'd never actually seen any of the players play football before. Um, <laughs> that's so, bad, because that's their yeah, job, isn't that's it? That's their job. I have never seen them do their job. You've never seen them do their um, job. So I had... To uh, be fair, I've never seen, you know, like, some of those players. I've never seen Harry Kane fill out a tax return, which must be part of his job, because <laughs> he's a high value. Well, no, he'd have an accountant, wouldn't he? He'd have an accountant. I was reading silly. about him, actually, because obviously he scored the uh, the two goals. He did score the two goals, yeah. And there was... He's doing rather well. Yeah, but there was a lot in the media saying, you know, a lot of people hate him, a lot of people like him. But what? There's yeah. nothing to hate about Harry Kane. He's, he's Especially perfect. when we're winning. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, what were they... I mean, I don't think it's changed since I was... Since the 90s. I don't think it's changed. I think the idea was still to win. So if he's helping you to win, then... Um, You're right. The, the basic design of the game has remained the same. That everyone has to I'm clean. glad of that. Yeah. It'd be yeah. really confusing if I turned on and the idea was now to lose <laughs> and I've gone, what the hell? <laughs> There was an incident in the eighties in which Austria played Germany, and uh, they were in a group game. And basically, um, this is regarded as the worst, um, one of the worst matches that's ever taken place in World Cup football, because what had to happen was that if both sides drew, they'd go through. So they played for a draw, and Mm. it literally did nothing. They passed the ball amongst themselves. And did nothing at all. And um, it's regarded as the most shameful thing ever. But in my opinion, if that's your nation, you'd be absolutely delighted. But I would, if if I knew all I had to do was draw, I, I don't know, surely I would push for, I'd play quite defensive, but then also attack. I wouldn't do nothing. No, they did nothing. That's yeah. how they, the, the German squads, in, I think it was in the 80s, they were the most clinical squads in the world. And they literally, they didn't have enough talent to win a game through skill. So they won their games through utter, utter butchery of the other team. Nice. <laughs> like they were physically strong. They would play for draws. They would bore opposition to death and score on counterattacks. They were brilliant. So so you do you watch, uh, or do you, do you watch football in general? Do you I just do, watch yeah. Football? I follow football quite a bit. So mm-hmm. um, my obsession with football, I, I should probably explain, it's quite an interesting story. Well, it's not interesting. It's quite boring, to be honest. So if you want to turn off at this point. I, um, I was obsessed growing up. Uh, with championship manager and football manager. I love championship manager. I am manager. obsessed with those games. And as a result, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of 90s footballers up to now. Um, from every league, everyone you could possibly imagine, from the weirdest players ever. Um, that uh, and Used to co- buy up cheap. Yeah, you used to buy up cheap to make your, your squads work, yeah, yeah. basically. And then and change their surnames. Just to make them I sound didn't like do that. Oh, I did. I think I did it once with someone I couldn't pronounce. I did, but then I couldn't find the button to reset it. Oh, so, so it got to a really confusing point. Yeah, they um, just remained the same. Because they just had the England squad, but yeah. they were all from South Africa. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. My worst um, football manager story, I should explain this because it's quite eh, kind of boring, it's kind of interesting at the same time, but um, I did something unbelievable. And as... F- 
championship manager became football manager. She used to be championship manager originally, became football manager later on when Sega took over the franchise and they split off and things like that. Um, it became like life. You know, like in life you have things to do and it's like rubbish and you don't, these things happen, you don't expect it, like you have a really poor work colleague or you have a bad day at work or whatever. Um, I was managing Sunderland and I managed to win the Premier League but in the same process, we got taken over by uh, new owners. So what do you think they did? Sunderland, who have never won the Premier League, never won a league title, what do you think happened? Um, they gave you a bonus? Slightly worse than that. They said they wanted to change direction of manager and fired me at the end of the season. And I literally stood up from my PC as a grown man. <laughs> Feeling like I had had the world ripped under my... I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I, I even like... Because there's a little button that says petition for change or whatever. And they were like, no, no, no. We're definitely going to get a more respected manager to take us over. It's like, I've just won the league from you. You fucking <laughs> No one's done that. No one in their right mind. And I was like, oh, this is so like modern football. I got really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> they never fired me when I used to play those games. Yeah, it's changed somewhat now. It's very realistic. Uh, <laughs> well, hang on, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, they never fired me because I was great, not because it was unrealistic. I was great. I was Sunderland. It didn't matter. I wasn't high profile enough for their management category. I had David Bef- Beckham from Africa. <laughs> I had everything. I was a winner. Do you know what's sad about those games, which I find is a real kind of male thing is that that game probably taught me more about spreadsheets and looking at stats than anything else I've ever done <laughs> yeah that, I, yeah I know I agree with that I it's just one big spreadsheet game it's just like a yeah. load of numbers and then a load of numbers play another load of numbers and then you get a result and you're like yeah and then you look at a, you go through page and page like a database yeah I remember when you could do like the FIFA games I don't know you probably still can but you could do the FIFA games where you could be the manager but also then play the game yeah I used to always skip the game because I just was more interested in kind of being the manager. Do you know what? I'm obsessed by those games. that are like, I know we're going very off target here, but um, I'm obsessed by those management games. I love them. I just I love them. They're great. I yeah, just love great. They, the most ridiculous idea will work. Like I was obsessed by theme hospitals, obsessed by theme park. I'm obsessed by city skylines where you build your own, manage your own city and implement your own policy. Like all my cities have got fire alarms as a standard feature because I'm not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> who would allow people to burn to death in their own I never I never played that was it like Sim City like Sim City but like even more I mean the modern Sim City the Sim City online which isn't very good so I can say that because I hate EA and they're a terrible company um, but they have a poo shoot oh so the poo shoot is um, you can uh, you can click on a given building and look at the waste flow and watch all the poo flow through all the pipes nice nice i thought it was a joke the first time so i was like haha that's some reviews just written down i saw online i was like oh my god it's real (laughs) talking about simulators i and i know we vaguely spoke about this oh uh, vaguely uh, for talking about simulator addiction Um, i i was a man and this is this is a world exclusive i don't think i've ever told anyone else other than you Um, sit back in your seats and prepare to be rocked (laughs) so i was a massive fan no that's too far back further forward (laughs) I was a massive fan of Flight Simulator to the point where you could put me in a Concorde right now and I could fly that. 
I could. I I'm could throwing out that I one. You wouldn't want to fly with Hong Kong because its last flight did not go so well. No, but on, in all seriousness, I I am pretty confident I could land a number of planes, and I'm willing to prove that if we can find someone <laughs> and let me prove that. Um, so bring it on, anyone. I, I was the best at flight simulator to the point that I would charter a plane and go on like nine hour flights and I would just sit there with it in autopilot because that's what you do when you kind of like, you know, you reach the level, you're in the right direction. You haven't really got to do anything for a couple of hours. I put it in autopilot and sit and watch it for seven hours while I'd have a cup of tea. And I, you know, I was a young kid. You probably had more fun than you did watching that hand solo move. They just made, Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I was a young kid. I was at home and then like, you know, your mum would call up the stairs going like, do you want something for tea? And I'd be like, (laughs) I'm flying a plane. Leave me alone. Even though you weren't, (laughs) even though you weren't flying a plane and there were still like three hours left on your flight. (laughs) I can fly a plane and be disrupted by someone wanting to give you tea. (laughs) That's better than any pilot out there. There's no pilot in the world that would take that mum on a flight it would then be like because they couldn't handle it i could because i've had that training i've had that training you're a consummate professional that's why uh <laughs> anyway that's the challenge for this week up do you want to talk about the opening ceremony or do, well i'll say what we'll do the opening ceremony and then i will tell you some interesting facts about how this world cup happened so robbie williams um put his finger up at the crowd which was naughty i saw that on the news that yeah was very naughty live tv yeah and he got the first meme of like a few years back when he was i remember watching it on telly that's how sad it was they did his concert in new year's on the bbc where they pick a band so last year i think it was chic or this year it was chic uh a few years back it was roy williams and oh, he yeah, did yeah, he did yeah. the young old lang's eye yeah yeah, when the, the bells hit. Mm. And then he, um, they just cut to him on stage after he touched all these uh, members of the public's hands. And he was just covering himself in um, yeah. antibacterial gel. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, it was wonderful. Um, it was a very low-key ceremony. It was nothing like 2014 featuring Pitbull, uh, which you can remember where Pitbull popped out. A bit like Pop-Up Pirate. Do you remember that? Pitbull's the, the guy that interrupts everyone, what everyone's saying and goes, <laughs> well, well, we'll do it now, carry on. Oh, yeah, we can do Pitbull. it. Pitbull. <laughs> we could do that pitbull yeah. <laughs> that's what he does isn't it that's what he does yeah no no you need to do a really rubbish rap so if i'm like kesha and you're pitbull and i'm going it's going down i'm yelling timber and then you're going to jump in and go the bigger they are the, the harder, harder they get crap on their face <laughs> pitbull we should probably get back on track should we get back on support? yeah go on okay um so where were we? We were talking about Robin Williams' open ceremony. You didn't see it was very um, low key. Um, they didn't because they probably spent all the money on the stadiums and the sort of human rights abuses and things like that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the build up to the World Cup because I think that was quite interesting. So um, England bid for the World Cup, didn't they? And it didn't I remember work, that it didn't work out. Mm. Now I found out some fascinating facts about what kind of went wrong and the downfall of several people in FIFA related to that. Okay. Um, so I don't know if you remember, but FIFA used to be run by a man named Seth Blatter. And Seth Blatter was the crookedest man in the crooked town with the crookedest house. The house with everything was crooked. Um, and he and uh, some of his people, I'd, I'd just like to talk about some of the things that they said to the uh, British FA and uh, the people they wanted. So they'd give them the World Cup. Yeah. Hmm. What, Jack Warner, who was um, head of the... Um, he's gone now, he's been fired, amazingly, from FIFA... Um, he got on for corruption charges. Um, how much money do you think it would have cost to get Jack Warner's vote? So if you wanted to your country and you went, I'd really like to run the, effort, uh, run, run the World Cup, 
how much money do you think you would have to give Jack Warner? Which he actually told people how much money he wanted for his vote. Okay, how much? Okay, it's got to be worth a lot. So I'm going to say half a million. 2.5 million. That was his base offer. It's 2.5 million or higher. It's what he actually told people. And this came out in a Panorama interview, a Panorama investigation into the scandal of the World Cup. This is why the English people got quite annoyed that all this stuff happened. They didn't actually realise that by hosting a World Cup, they'd have to do all these terrible things. But he has not got the best offer on the table. He's not got the best offer. There was a man who had an even more ridiculous offer. I think I don't know if you're ready for this because it's quite brilliant. Go on. The guy who ran the South American um, Federation of Football, so that's Brazil, Argentina, uh, Colombia, all those really big nations, uh, Combasal, I think it's called, um, Combadal, um, he didn't want any money. He was very reasonable. I don't want any money, Matt. I don't, Nicholas Liao, his name was. I don't want any money. All I want you to do, okay, all I want, okay, I come from, I, come, I know this is a bit of a problem because I come from um, Colombia, and I've never lived in England, but I'd really like to be a knight. Can you call me Sir? <laughs> and you're laughing, okay. but this actually happened. <laughs> if he couldn't be called a knight, if he couldn't become a sir, what do you think his other offer was? Um, uh, prince. Prince, yeah, that would be, be, yeah, no, not quite. No, a bit better than that. You know the FA Cup? Yeah. I know it's just, it's just terribly, like, um, terribly uh, a rude to ask it, but could you rename it after me? What? So he wants it to be called the, uh, just to rename the FA Cup, the Nicholas Leal Cup, after right. him. Just call mm. it after me. It's got a ring to it. it. If you can't give me, yeah, if you can't call it the FA Cup, can you rename the oldest cup competition in the world after me? And then I'll vote for you. Jeez. I don't know how. I don't know how this happened, but they all got caught eventually saying all these things. And set Blatter said... They got caught the day that they changed it to his name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, the, the, actual, the actual downfall, no joke, the downfall of FIFA happens when they announced that Russia has the World Cup for 2018, which is the current World Cup, and everyone went, oh, that's a bit wrong. Russia isn't friends with a lot of people in, you know, a lot of problems there. Just saying that a couple of bad things have happened with Russia, a couple of bad things. Um, don't know if you saw it on the news, but that kind of... The nerve agent attack really set people on edge. <laughs> um, um, they said the next World Cup, which will be in 2020, so four years' time, will be in Qatar. And everyone went... And literally, they went, Qatar, and opened the envelope, showed it to the audience, and everyone went, what? <laughs> um, so the history of Qatar, just so if you're interested, just know how much history... Um, Qatar has with football. Unlike Russia, which does have a history of football, uh, Qatar has none. Um, they don't even have enough stadiums, so they're going to build some. Oh, but yeah, the, I did hear this. The stadiums are, are way bigger than their actual population as well, so that works out quite well. So you can build 60,000 oh, nice. stadiums that no one can go to. Predictions. Who do you think is going to win the World Cup? Um, uh, uh, one of two people. I am going to stick my neck out here, and I'm going to say it's Germany or Spain. I don't think Brazil have got enough in them, and um, they were a bit rubbed previously okay so i pick mine go on okay i'm gonna pick spain okay that's similar to you similar to you okay so exactly the same here's one that you're gonna go you're just gonna everyone's gonna laugh and go what the fuck england there's something inside me so strong (laughs) and that that is making me believe 
Is it Robbie Williams and the song Strong? (laughs) You think that you're strong, you're wrong. (laughs) Well, in 90 minutes we'll let you know. Well, not a tournament's worth, we'll let you know. <laughs> it's not even ninety minutes. Can be look at me, so I'm doing my. How are you not proud of my uh, my football song knowledge? I'm proud. In ninety like... minutes, we'll let you know it's Man United. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, I've got a tape still in my. I've um, got a tape of that. Yeah, striker. Um, striker. <laughs> Man United, nineteen ninety five FA Cup song. Yeah, it's. Um, if you're thinking it's bad, yeah, it's that as bad as you imagine. It's nearly as bad as. Do you remember Slam Jam? The WWF All Stars. Oh yeah, yeah. That, it's that bad. That was mm, that was bad. Mm. That was bad. It was bad. Yeah. Oh, they don't get football teams to do that anymore because um, they um, overpay prima donnas and they won't even consider being involved. Such a frivolous activity is wasting their time recording a song. Not when they can get another tattoo. Obviously, in some sort of spare part of their body, probably on their ass somewhere. <laughs> There's only only free space left. Problem, they're like, I. It's probably that time again where we're at the end of episode two. God, let them go now. They'll be safer. <laughs> yeah. Hope you enjoy it. A moment in your ears is a lifetime <laughs> in our hearts. <laughs> that, that works. <laughs> it sounds like a really creepy greetings card. Let's be honest. A moment in your ears is a lifetime of joy. Thank you for listening. You guys have been great. Thanks for thanks for coming along. Sorry, just sorry. <laughs> See you next week. See you next week. Bye for now. It's educating Matt. Whoa, with Matt and Matt as your hosts, bringing you the latest news and updates on our lives.